0: Screen time with John Fardy on News Talk.
1: Now, the week's big movie is this. Well, hello. Hi. Hello. Sorry, I'm We're
0: oh, just happy to see you. the <sighs> oh. Menu? Oh, thank
2: you. Hello, ma'am. Would you like a cocktail to start? Oh no, I'll just take a cup of tea. Oh,
0: come on, have a cocktail.
2: No, no, no. A cup of tea is fine. I've eaten already. And you, gentlemen? Did you save room for dessert?
0: Hmm. Yeah, what's that? That's our signature dessert, Cherry's Jubilee. Mm -hmm. Sounds great. (laughs) Bring the young vandal here, Cherry's Jubilee. Uh, I'm afraid I can't. The dish
2: contains brandy. Same deal with the Bananas Foster.
0: Yeah, but doesn't the alcohol just burn
2: off? Mm. It's still against the rules, ma'am.
0: Fine, I'll order the Cherry's Jubilee. We can share it.
2: I can't allow that, either. (laughs) Can we say it's his birthday? It's my birthday. Oh, happy birthday, young man.
0: Let's get you a slice of cake or some other age-appropriate dessert. Christ on a crutch. What kind of a fascist hash foundry are you running here?
1: Now, that was a clip from Holdovers. You heard the great Paul Giamatti there, a young actor called Dominic Sessa, and Davine Joy Randolph there. And in the Holdovers, Paul Giamatti is a teacher who's very much into classics and ancient civilization, but doesn't really like the kids he's teaching in this very, very fancy school in America. It's set in the 70s, and he's tasked because, really, The principal doesn't like him because he failed a kid. He's tasked with looking after the kids who have to stay in this boarding school. And they're called the holdovers, as in they're there for the Christmas vacation. And it ends up being, for various reasons, just one of them. The aforementioned Dominic Sessa plays a kid called Angus. Now, Angus is a smart kid, but he's there because, in a way, his mother doesn't really want them around for Christmas. And as I say, you also heard Davine Joy Randolph, who plays Mary. She's the head chef in the canteen. And she's also there over Christmas because she's having a lonely Christmas because her son, who was a student in this school, has died in Vietnam. The movie is set in the 70s, the early 70s. And all these these three souls are together over Christmas in this big, empty school. Now, Paul Giamatti's character is determined to kind of have a firm hand over Angus over these two weeks. But he doesn't. And adventures ensue. And the three of them get to know each other. And the three of them at different stages of life are all somewhat lost in their lives for various reasons. The Holdovers is directed by Alexander Payne, who previously directed Paul Giamatti in Sideways, one of the greatest movies ever made, if you've never seen it. Paul Giamatti is a fantastic actor who was in Sideways, who was in Man in the Moon. People have seen him in Billions. He's described often as a character actor for various reasons, and he's not always the leading man, but he's very close to the leading man. He's kind of the leading man in this Davine Joy Randolph came to prominence as an actress playing Oda Mae Brown, the psychic, in Ghost. Uh, not, not in the movie, but in the Broadway production. I mean, she's gone on to all sorts of movies and TV shows since. You will recognise her from Only Murders in the Building. She's in This Is Us. She was also in the movie The United States versus Billie Holiday. So I got to talk to the great... Paul Giamatti, and the great Davine Joy Randolph, both of whom won Golden Globes about two weeks ago for their role in The Holdovers. And I spoke to them earlier in the week. Great to see you both. Thanks for talking to me. I'm an admirer of both of you. So uh, it's lovely to see you. Davine, if I could start with you, you know, I think yours is the best character in the movie because everyone's going through trauma, but yet she's the one who's able to get on with her trauma and keep going whereas the other two are faffing about now it's a great movie don't get me wrong but I see her as not the best but certainly the strongest person in the movie but that's just me how do you see her I don't think that's untrue
2: um, <laughs> I uh yeah perhaps I don't know I never um thought of her like oh she's better than the others but- I think because of these are crazy but perfect circumstances. Yeah. So because she has to do her job, it allows her to push through to a certain degree because she has subjects to Mm -hmm. nurture and take care of. She could put her energy in that. And what I love that's so beautiful about this movie is they're doing things after they become... Fond of one another and care for one another, they're doing things for one another, mm-hmm. and as a result, they're healing and helping themselves. Oh, finding state. yeah,
1: I love that. Yeah. You know, yeah,
0: I think it's true. I do think my guy does something very strong at the end. I mean, he sacrifices yeah. himself for somebody else, which is a pretty strong thing to do.
1: Absolutely. And I didn't mean that as any kind of criticism. I was thinking more of like a, a Sean O'Casey play to Irish it up where like there's all these men struggling and women are struggling as well, but they're just getting on with it better. So I mean it as a compliment. And I love the movie, by the way. So maybe I was the wrong place to start. Oh,
2: I just was thinking and this is this. You're right. Place. Yeah.
0: Maybe it's like Sean it is a bit like that, yeah. Oh, yeah, and the relationship between the two of us is like something, Sean
1: yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, people give out to me for always Irishing these things up, but hey, I'm a prisoner of my own background, Paul. Oh. No, Talking of O'Casey, okay, that's where I uh, learned and was in school, obviously. I'm cognizant of the fact that my understanding is your mother was a teacher, your dad was a professor. We've all had teachers. I had some great ones. I had some God awful ones. I see the same with my own kids now. Was it important for you to play a teacher, given your own life story? It meant a lot
0: to me to play a teacher. Yeah, it meant a lot to me to play, to, to enter that world. I mean, it's such a, I'm so familiar with it. Um, mm. Was kind of it was uh it was a little uh it was daunting sometimes to feel that i was going to be able to live up to to all of that stuff but yes it, it, meant, it meant a lot to me to do that yeah
1: yeah and dave i i watched the tv and two weeks ago you won a golden globe for your performance and rightly so does that you know how was that i mean i heard someone say once it was great and then the next day i woke up and put out the trash or the rubbish as we call it like was it was it a wonderful moment?
2: Yeah, can I be honest, though? Please. The most exciting moment was when Paul won, truly. I'm out because I was screwing. I felt the same way about you, though. With excitement. Oh, well. I was Uh, so excited. Yeah. Well, that's that's lovely. You, you, when you get to know someone and their work intimately, and you know how hard they work at it, Mm. uh, and when... I think the biggest thing with this whole award stuff is just being acknowledged amongst people in our industry Mm -hmm. for seeing the. I don't look at it as in, well, Mines is better than the other contenders. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. For me, it's just, wow, they're seeing and valuing my work in this moment Uh of my life with this project. Uh And why I'm so excited and emotional. Paul is because he's so grounded and kind and so humble. So, in a like sadistic way, I love when he wins because I know he has to get up on there. Lovely. I feel the same about you.
1: Well, lovely. Can I ask you one quick thing in closing, Paul? Uh, I don't think you've ever done an interview where Sideways hasn't come up. And unfortunately, this will be no exception. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. And I told people I was talking to you and Everybody said, ask him about Sideways, ask him about Sideways. I love that movie because I think it's a beautiful study of male friendship and it's really honest. And sometimes in my head, I'm your character and sometimes I'm the other character. But why do you think people love that movie so much?
0: I think that's this that part of it i mean i think it's the raw humanity of that movie and those two guys you are as you say sometimes you feel like one sometimes you feel like the other and they're both screwed up in different ways those guys and so i just think there's so much vulnerability male vulnerability yeah. laid bare in that movie that I, I just think there's a kind of humanity in it that people really connect to. It's those guys are such a wreck, and you yeah. see every aspect of how they're a wreck in that thing. It's such a study of sort of that kind of disastrous personalities that everybody can relate to it somehow. I think there's some similarities with this. But I feel like the people in this movies are stronger than in yes. this movie are stronger than the guys
2: but in that. Paul has a beautiful. Oh, would you stop? No, I'm saying this. <laughs> but Paul has a beautiful gift, right? Think about it. Are you a fan? I'm a fan. I'm everything. Of course I'm, I'm a, a fan. fan? Yeah. But Paul. Paul has a beautiful gift <laughs> where he has the ability, right, to do these
1: guys. Who are flawed awful people?
2: They're not awful. awful
1: people. No,
2: the cartoonist was not an awful person. No, he's not. You know what I mean? But they're. Like-
1: See, I, I am a fan. I know what movie no, you're talking but it's about.
2: Like, you know. <laughs> the the, the quote-unquote mundane the forgotten the throwaways he makes these men so special and so full that i think if other people were to have done it mm. it would be caricatures and stereotypes mm. and this yeah. is a gift that he has mm. and this You're is why i think he resonated so with sideways it, me very and with this and and that's why you love all his work isn't it because Absolutely,
1: you, Paul. What what Davine said, I fully subscribe to. I, you, Paul. <laughs> I love you. You're really. I, you
2: know what I mean, sir. Correct.
1: I do. I do. Listen, I'm way out of time. You were both brilliant in the holdovers. It's oh. one of the best movies of the year, and it was delightful to talk to you both. A treat. Thank you. Cheers. There's a love in there between Paul Giamatti and Davine Joy Randolph. And it was great to talk to both of them. The Holdovers is a fantastic film. It really is. It has heart. It has humour. Paul Giamatti said there it was a bit like Sideways. It is in some ways in that it has a similar vibe, a melancholy feel to it, but shades of hope as well. And also a lot of, as I, I said in it, men kind of lost in their lives trying to find a way through it. And the women, who may be lost as well, trying to keep them on the right road in lots of ways. So uh, these are these are the themes of the movie. A great, great movie. And uh, you should go and see it. It's in cinemas this week. It's really wonderful. Now, another movie that's out this week is Mean Girls. Yes, the movie version of the musical of the movie. So it's a new version of Mean Girls. And we get the lowdown on that after the break.
0: Green Time with John Fardy on News Talk